You're listening to Bodhi Light Tales, the podcast for mindful people on the go. Hello, this is Miao Guang. Today's Bodhi Light Tale is No Lies. Once upon a time, during the Song Dynasty, there lived an emperor named Hui Zhong. He was gifted in the three perfections of his time. Namely, poetry, painting, and calligraphy. In those days, Hui Zhong was among the very few who were skilled at these three perfections. He was especially renowned as the creator of a font called Slender Gold. The name Slender Gold came from the fact that his calligraphy resembled twisting golden strings. Hui Zhong was generous with his calligraphy, often gifting his works to friends, officials, and guests. During that period, there was an enlightened Chan master named Dao Kai from the Chaodong School, one of the five major schools of Chan Buddhism. The Chan practice of the Chaodong School is referred to as the Silent Illumination. Which is to just sit and meditate in a state of conscious awareness. As a practitioner of this school, Chan Master Dao Kai was also known for his monastic discipline. Emperor Hui Zhong had always wanted to invite Chan Master Dao Kai to his palace, and so devised a plan. One day, while the emperor was writing his calligraphy, one of his ministers reported to him. Your Majesty, your command for Chan Master Dao Kai is ready. All right, what about the purple robe? Has it been made? The Emperor asked, still focusing on his calligraphy. Yes, that is ready as well. We have begun preparations for the conferment ceremony too, the minister said. Excellent. The emperor said excitedly, and then asked, "Do you think Chan Master Dao Kai will like my calligraphy?" Your Majesty, your calligraphy is exceptional. I'm sure the Chan Master will treasure it," the minister replied. Now, send this calligraphy along with the command. It is an order for the Chan Master to come see me. Be sure to let him know about the ceremony where he will receive his purple robe," the emperor instructed. "Yes, your Majesty. I shall deliver these to him right away," the minister replied. When the minister arrived at the monastery, the Chan master was in deep meditation. The monk who received the imperial minister asked him to wait and not to interrupt the Chan master. So he waited patiently for half a day, but was eventually asked to leave. The next day, the minister returned. This time, he was ushered to a private room where the Chan Master was preparing tea. The minister read the imperial command to the Chan Master and passed on the emperor's instructions. However, when he finished, the Chan Master said nothing. Only sipping his tea, the minister did not know what to do, 
and simply repeated, "The emperor orders you to come to see him at the palace." The Chan master remained silent, and responded by offering the minister a cup of tea. When he finished his tea, he was then ushered out of the monastery. The minister had no choice but to return and inform the emperor of what happened. The emperor did not relent and instructed the minister, sending my orders again. This time, the emperor sent two ministers to deliver his command. When the ministers arrived at the monastery, they were invited to the meditation hall. The Chan master was deep in meditation, and the two ministers dared not interrupt him and sat quietly. Eventually, the Chan master opened his eyes and saw the ministers. Seizing this chance, they quickly presented the imperial command to the Chan master. When they finished reading out the command, the Chan master simply nodded, closed his eyes, and went back to meditating. The two ministers were then asked to leave the monastery. Both were worried about facing the emperor without a reply from the Chan master for a second time. After they reported on their visit, the emperor still refused to give up and asked his ministers to deliver his command a third time. Though the command was sent three times, the Chan master still did not respond. The emperor, now furious, thought to himself. I am the emperor. How dare he insult me? I cannot believe the Chan master refuses to obey me. I am awarding him the purple robe that all monastics dream of. Yet he humiliates me with his disrespect. Without a second thought, he sent a group of ministers back to the monastery to issue his command a final time, and ordered that should the Chan master refuse again. Just arrest him. When the group of ministers arrived back at the monastery, one of them said, "Emperor Huizhong admires you for your dedication to this monastery, and sincerely invites you to his palace. He hopes you will accept the purple robe as a symbol of imperial honor. However, should you refuse, you will be arrested immediately." The Chan master remained unfazed and replied, "I decline." Another minister said anxiously, "Master, please. We do not wish to see this situation get worse. The emperor is already furious, and if you decline, we will have to arrest you." The Chan master replied, "I hold true to my words and vows." As a monastic, I have renounced worldly fame and recognition. Why should I accept the purple robe? To accept would mean going against my principles. Another minister said, "Master, may we humbly suggest that you reply to the emperor that, due to your old age, your body is weak and sick." Therefore, it is troublesome for you to travel so far to receive the purple robe. 
we can deliver this message to the emperor for you. What do you mean I'm weak and sick? I am in perfect health," the Chan Master said as he walked swiftly around the hall. Though the minister had offered his suggestion in good faith, the Chan Master refused to change his mind. Determined, they pleaded once more. Please, Master, just say you're sick, and we won't have to arrest you. The Chan Master replied sternly. How can I tell a lie? I would rather you arrest me now than ask me to lie to the emperor. If the emperor wishes to punish me, I shall accept. The ministers looked at each other and knew they could never convince the Chan Master. They had no choice but to arrest him and send him to jail. Soon after, the emperor learned about the Chan Master's stern will. That he would rather be imprisoned than lie to the emperor. Thus, determined despite the risk of punishment and jail. Utterly impressed by the Chan master's virtuous conduct and honesty, the emperor praised him not only for being honest, but for holding firm to his true heart. Not long after, the emperor ordered that the Chan master be set free. In this story. The Chan Master's attitude of choosing to remain honest demonstrates that even when his life was at risk, he would rather be disadvantaged than be called a liar. This exemplifies a person with a noble character. It is a great example of how we should conduct ourselves in life. People often deceive others by telling lies to benefit themselves. Sometimes they even exhaust themselves in spreading rumors and creating trouble, all so that others are disadvantaged and fooled. But in the end, the lies we create will hurt us as well, because we damage the trust of others. We waste energy maintaining an illusion that eventually becomes a burden, because we know all along it is a lie. Buddhism speaks of the importance of not lying, for it is against the notion of truth and compassion. Lies not only create problems and sufferings for others, but also ourselves as we work to cover up one lie after another. We should learn to always be honest. When we are honest, our voice reflects confidence and certainty. And we naturally improve our ability to express our mind. Honesty shall enable us to speak our true minds, eliminating any distracting thoughts, and allowing us to concentrate on delivering our messages of faith. Through honest communication, we improve our relationships with others. Our attitude towards life. Will also prosper as we eliminate the harmful consequences of lying. Just as Venerable Master Xingyun says, "A word of truth is priceless. It is a thousand times more precious than gold or silver. Human virtue is priceless. It is a thousand times taller than the highest mountain." This is Miao Guang. 
Thank you for listening to Bodhi Light Tales. Subscribe to us and have stories delivered to you every week. May your day be filled with happiness and wisdom. <laughs>